when the, the energy production goes up within the cell, then the cellular health improves, the, the person's health improves. And there's phenomenal research on a whole vast array of clinical conditions like neurodegenerative diseases and sports injuries and all of that. You're listening to the High Performance Health Podcast, helping you optimize your health, performance and longevity. My name is Angela Foster and I'm a former corporate lawyer turned high performance health coach. Each week I bring you cutting edge biohacks, inspiring insights and high performance habits to unlock optimal health, performance and longevity. So excited that you've chosen to join me today. Now let's dive in. Hi friends, it's got to that time of year, hasn't it, here in the UK where it's really raining a lot and I think that November is the wettest month of the year. We do have Christmas to look forward to, which is amazing, but I'm aware, you know, it is a difficult time for many people struggling with things like seasonal adjustment disorder and it's definitely a time of year where I really start to kind of embrace and double down on my biohacks to get access to more light. I think, you know, it's difficult to get lots of sunshine in the UK. We do have a lot of drizzle and rain um, in November in particular, but also over sort of November, December, January and February. And so this is definitely a time when I double down on things like my red light therapy device, my infrared sauna, and also making sure that on the sunnier days, I get outside and get access to that sunlight, particularly in the morning as the sun's coming up. But also when I can, I try to get out between 11am and sort of midday when the sun is at its highest point. It doesn't very last very long. I know that it kind of gets dark, unfortunately, as we head to sort of four o'clock but if you can get outside you will feel better for it and so I thought in today's episode it was a very apt time to share a clip from my interview with Dr Beth McDougall because in this clip you'll hear all about our mitochondria and how things like red light therapy affect our mitochondria, which are the energy powerhouses of our cells, and the things we need to be thinking about to maintain high energy. If you want to listen to the full episode, it is episode 277. I also wanted to let you know that in my membership, the Female Biohacker Collective, we are embracing the seasonality, and over the next month or two, I'm going to be sharing a ton of content on how you can really optimize your energy, your mood, and your metabolic health throughout the winter months. So if you'd like to join us and a wonderful community of women, I'm literally so proud of what we've created there, then head over to femalebiohacker.com and you can find out more about it and join the community. That's over at femalebiohacker.com and I'll also put a link in the top link in the show notes. But for now, enjoy this bite-sized clip from my interview with Dr. Beth McDougall. Can you describe some of those treatments for people who are really trying to embrace their energy and vitality going into that second half of life? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, a lot of our therapies are geared toward mitochondrial upregulation and optimization. So mitochondria are the little energy factories within our cells that manufacture energy. And uh, they take glucose from our food and oxygen that we breathe and run them through a series of chemical steps to produce ATP, which is the energy currency of the body. And the health of our mitochondria and how much energy our mitochondria can produce is really fundamental to the health of our cells and our body. And we age because our mitochondria age and become dysfunctional. And we develop diseases because of that as well. And so a lot of the, the, the therapies and the technologies in the kind of biohacking, bio-optimization space are really geared toward improving mitochondrial health. Uh, 
So for example, red light therapy. In our in our center, we do we have three Novathor beds, which is a was developed in the UK. Mm. Um, that's the best red light bed, I think. And it's got red and near infrared light wavelengths. And that's been shown to upregulate mitochondrial function. So there's a, you know, in if you get granular with the, the, the chemical steps inside the mitochondria, it's called the electron transport chain. And there's three enzyme complexes. And the final one is called cytochrome C oxidase. And that enzyme is light sensitive. So it often gets blocked with nitro, nitric oxide, which begins to diminish the, the mitochondria's ability to make ATP. But the red light and the near infrared light wavelengths will unblock that enzyme, like liberate it again, so that it can function more fully. And that when the, the energy production goes up within the cell, then the cellular health improves, the, the person's health improves. And there's phenomenal research on a whole vast array of clinical conditions like neurodegenerative diseases and sports injuries and all of that. And the red light and near infrared light has also been shown to modulate the immune system and release tissue specific growth factors for healing and repair, like, you know, like growth factors that stimulate collagen production or brain derived natural neurotropic growth factors to heal the brain and, and, and a, a variety of others as well, like IGF-1. So so it's it's an incredibly important therapy. And of course, you can also get these wavelengths of light from going outside, particularly in the morning. That's actually one of the main reasons why I go outside in the morning, because the 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 the, the, the different frequencies of light vary according to the time of day. And right when the sun is cresting the horizon, you have a predominance of red and near infrared light wavelengths that are being emitted that can influence your mitochondria. Um, so we also do, like you were saying, pulsed electromagnetic field um, therapies. And I think about that as earthing or grounding kind of on steroids. You're, you're flooding your body with electrons and our cell membranes or all of our 37 trillion cells are like batteries that need to be charged. And the higher, the, the, the more that our cell membrane is charged, the healthier the cell is. It's called the cell membrane potential. Electrons are negatively charged. So the more negative our cell membrane potential is, the healthier the cell. The more positive it is, the less, you know, the, the cell becomes more vulnerable to invasion with microorganisms, if it becomes more positive still, it becomes a setup for cancer. So we like to do therapies like, you know, of course, putting bare feet on the ground and pulling electrons up through your skin and your feet um, to charge your body and eating a high life force quotient diet um, that provides electrons in this kind of living food that, that will, you know, help to charge your cell membranes. But the pulsed electromagnetic field therapies will do it you know, to a great degree. And it feels so good. Um, so we do have pulse electromagnetic field in various forms um, that we use. Uh, one is in the, the hocket, which is an infrared ozone sauna that has the pulse electromagnetic field. 
And then we have a lot of therapies that are geared toward frequency delivery. Um, because, you know, I talk a lot about this in my book, your pristine blueprint, but every single thing has an, a unique energetic signature. So we have a unique energetic signature, which is really the collective signature out of all of our, you know, kind of molecules that make up our body, as well as our unique kind of energetic field, which is influenced by our soul. Um, so we have a unique energetic signature that as we go through life can become contaminated by foreign energetic signatures that are not harmonious with our bodies, such as the energetic signatures of pathogens or of toxins or of, you know, these accumulated unmetabolized emotions from traumatic experiences. These things can over time begin to disrupt our physiology. So, you know, we can begin to become aware of these things and clear them in meditative practices and kind of move our vibration up to the point where we can transmute these things to a degree. But we also have technologies now to identify aberrant signatures and send back corrective frequencies to, to clear those. So we um, have, do something here called resonance biofeedback therapy. And we are sending, we're measuring these kind of uh, aberrant fre frequencies in people and then sending back corrective signatures through scalar fields and through plasma. And that's called resonance biofeedback. And then, you know, then the, the body is red again, and it's this constant biofeedback situation. And what have you found in that, um, with that treatment protocol? Do people need it, say, for a sort of concentrated period, and then you, you leave a gap, and they sort of have a break, and they're fine, and they come back? Or is this a little bit like red light therapies and ongoing treatment they should be having? Yeah, great question. It's often wrapped into protocols. Let's say someone comes in and they have cancer or they have like, you know, a kind of a very difficult autoimmune process or um, a complex, you know, you know deep chronic fatigue because of multi-infectious disease um, or let's say exposure to mycotoxins or, or it's more because of, you know, a lot of childhood traumas, or, or usually it's a combination of things. Um, then we, we wrap this into the protocols that we create for people. So we're working on all levels. So we're working on the physical level. Let's say we're treating infections with oxidative treatments or herbal therapies or occasionally antibiotics for short periods of time. Um, let's say we're balancing the hormones. We're um, you know, improving the microbiome in the gut. We're, we're, we're actually evaluating the person's diet and pulling allergenic foods out of the diet, improving the ratios of macronutrients in their diet that's right for their bodies and biochemistry. And then, you know, we're, we're working on this level of upregulating mitochondrial function with the, the, the different mitochondrial therapies we do, which I only named one, we have so many, um, or we're working on, on identifying kind of aberrant energetic signatures and correcting those and then kind of digging deeper and, and looking some more. And ideally you're encouraging someone into a healthier lifestyle. That's really, because someone doesn't need to come to our center to, to really heal. 
you are a living example of, you know, being able to heal yourself, um, you know, with your uh, kind of energetic work and awareness. And I am too. And so, you know, this is something that's in, we all have the power to do and we need to develop the healthy practices in order to do it. If you enjoy this podcast, visit femalebiohacker.com and be part of a special community of women looking to optimize their mind, body, and spirit. If you're tired of sifting through countless websites and books to find the answers to your questions about nutrition, fitness, hormones, mindset, spirituality, and biohacking, the search is over. I've done the research for you and every week we go live with in-depth masterclasses, Q&A calls and monthly challenges to help you transform your life. And when you join the collective, you'll have access to a wealth of information, including deep dive masterclasses and biohacking toolkits on our members' favorites like metabolic flexibility, gut health, stress and resiliency and stepping into your most empowered self. Get access and be coached by me and my team and level up your health, career, and life all for less than a dollar a day. Go to femalebiohacker.com or click the link below to get started. And I'll see you on the inside.